And welcome to another edition of Across the County. I'm Noah. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, one thing that's been great about America for so long is all of our individual ideas. And when we have a great idea, sometimes you can make a great big dream come true and you can have an invention and share it with the nation. And not only does it benefit everybody in that nation, but you can also take yourself financially and be able to have a gain from that because you own the rights to what you have invented. It's a tremendous thing. And for more than two centuries, that's right, 200 years, the United States patent system, it's worked brilliantly. It's incentivized and protected America's most brilliant innovators. One, my guest, Josh Malone, you're going to hear from in just a second, guarantees them ownership, exclusive ownership to the right to profit from that idea. People are going to be benefiting from that product, that technology. And you know what? Because of that, America has flourished for so long. And with the passage in 2011 of the 2011 America Invents Act and the creation of the Patent Trial and Appeal Board, we're going to call it PTAB for the rest of the interview, this has changed and patents aren't necessarily, sometimes they are, but not necessarily a place where these inventions are born and shared, but they're stolen. And you heard that correct. And we're going to be talking about that at an astounding rate, by the way. I'm reading at a percentage of about 84% of 3,000 issued patents. That's unbelievable. My guest, Josh Malone, he's a spokesman for a nonprofit, U.S. Inventor. Go to usinventor.org. They help combat this. Now, he quit his corporate job back in 2006 to take a shot at living his dream, coming up with a tremendous invention. Well, eight years later, he had no money left in his savings and no college fund for his kids. So, you know, he's like, I'm gonna take one more shot at this. I wanna make my dream come true. And he made it happen. He came up with a brilliant invention called Buncho Balloons. I'm sure you've seen it. If not, we're gonna get to that in just a second. Basically, it's a 63-year-old problem I experienced it, and so did you. Filling up a water balloon and tying it and doing it over and over and over again. Well, that's what Bunch of Balloon fixes. Unfortunately, he had that idea stolen. That's right. It was stolen. Uh, Lawsuits ensued. We're going to talk about that in depth with him. And now, to help combat things just like this, he's a full-time volunteer with the Inventor Advocacy Group, the organization U.S. Inventor, the nonprofit we were talking about. Josh Malone, the balloon guy, welcome to the show, my friend. We appreciate your time. Well, thank you. It's it's good to be here. Now, I'm, I'm kind of nervous after your introduction. It sounds like a very treacherous environment for inventors. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? That's why we have great people like you defending people with great ideas. And I have heard of this before I even got the info on it, but I don't know if other people know about your invention. So before we get to the more gruesome stuff, tell us about Bunch of Balloons, where you got the idea from and what it actually does. Sure. Uh, it started with a problem. And for me, the, the problem was, it was when I was a kid having to fill and tie those water balloons and always took, you know, hours and hours to prepare. And then, and it was over. If you succeeded in tying a few, the, the battle was over within minutes. That's right. And then as a, and then as an adult, I was, you know, too old for water balloons until I had my own kids. And then I was back in business. So I would be, uh, you know, we'd be out back with, uh, 
the uh, you know the 500 pack of water balloons. <laughs> we'd be filling and tying for hours, and everyone would be like, "Can we please have the water balloon war now?" And I said, "No, we got to fill, fill our third tub, and then we can start." <laughs> That's right. Uh, but obviously, there's a lot of things that in life, and I, I as an inventor, I'm just kind of wired this way that. If they're too difficult or too hard, I just, I want to fix it. And I started just dwelling on this problem thinking there's got to be a better way. And um, I actually learned since then that uh, our founders in the Constitution describe inventions as discoveries. So they, they guarantee the exclusive right uh, to inventors for their discoveries. And I, and that was really what I thought of my, my task was, was I, there had to be a solution to this problem. And I just dedicated myself to finding it. And, and so that was, that was the problem. And I, it was, uh, I was actually a full-time, uh, inventor and entrepreneur during this period, um, picking up some side jobs along the way to pay the bills. And once I, I dug into this one, I finally came up with this solution. And what it is, is it's a, uh, what I, what I have is there's 35 tubes connected to this uh, connector that goes on the garden hose. At the end of each tube is a, is a water balloon with a small elastic ring around the neck of it. And so you, you hook it up to the water hose and you turn it on. The water goes down the tube simultaneously. All the balloons expand and fill up and you give it a shake and they come off and that little elastic ring clinches the neck of the balloon shut and keeps the water in. And so using that technique and my, my uh, invention, you can do 100 water balloons in one minute. It really makes having a war of water balloons in the summertime a lot more fair and you have an even playing field. So if you have two families that have this system, it's on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Change the game. Yeah. So, you know, and I and I have seen your your product before. And so to talk with you is an amazing opportunity. I think it's it's rather uh, cool myself. But I had no idea that your patent on bunch of balloons was almost immediately, not like somewhere down the line, almost immediately heavily infringed upon what happened upon that. I know there was a lawsuit involved. Oh, it was a nightmare. It, it was uh, this this uh, big corporate telemarketing company uh, saw my product on Kickstarter and they surreptitiously purchased a, a first edition and I, I unknowingly sent it to them, which they proceeded to uh, reverse engineer and change the color and send it to their factory in China. And then within a few, within a few months, they were flooding the market with copies of my invention. Um, that's horrible yeah, man it was it was quick well how long did it take obviously there was legal proceedings uh how long did you have to go through this to eventually get the rights back and if i'm reading correctly you did yeah it was not not straightforward at all and and, and it's um virtually impossible now in the in the modern legal system for a small company or an individual to fight these guys and so I found out that they don't care about the patent. So you do all this work and the patent office grants you a patent that's supposed to protect you. Well, these big corporations realize that um, they can outlast you and outspend you in court. And so I was fortunate. I was able to uh, partner with a toy company and we sold, well, we sold a lot of water balloons globally and we were able to take the funds and go to court. And um, we were very fortunate that the judge actually joined issued an injunction telling them to stop and i remember thinking after this is after like over a million dollars and, and we nearly lost our business wow over the course of several months and i remember at the time i called my wife i said we won it's over 
And I had no idea that that was just the beginning. They, they proceeded year after year with new copies and litigation and appeals. And um, ultimately, we, we were winning in court, and it was outrageously expensive. And I don't know any other inventors who've been able to get through this system. But then uh, things kicked in that you mentioned earlier under this 2011 America Invents Act. Yeah. They created a division inside the patent office, an administrative tribunal, and their job is to invalidate your patent. And so when I went to a regular court and a jury and they argued, they tried to say my patent is invalid because it's obvious. Uh, they, they said, if you know, if you just take a garden sprinkler and um, a surgical device and some plumbing fittings and you put them together and that's, that's obvious. Anyone could have thought of that. And um, it was a really bad argument, and and like I said, we won, except at the patent office, who had just granted me the patent a few months earlier, this new administrative court took their side, and they invalidated my patent. Wow. And so it threw everything up in the air. This was, um, it was total chaos. So how were you able to ultimately yeah. get this company to stop their infringement and coming out with you with these new copies and eventually pay you damages? Because I have to imagine, like you said, the legal fees that were involved with you trying to get this to come to an end must have just been uh, just exponential. Oh, it was unbelievable. We were spending $100,000 every week uh, just to stay in the game. Wow. And that's, that's, how the, that's how it works for them. You know, they usually you can't keep up. I ended up going to Washington. I, I had to uh, talk to Congress. I had to talk to the head of the patent office. At the time, the patent office was run by the former head of patents for Google. And so these big tech Silicon Valley companies had figured out how to game the system. Just another way that and, big tech was infringing on rights. Oh, yeah. They were behind a lot of this. And so I was fortunate. I joined up with a group, U.S. Inventor, and they helped me because the legal system wasn't. And we had a protest and it was covered by the media. And before you know it, the patent office was trying to get, you know, trying to get rid of this case because it was causing such negative publicity. Sure. And I, I won some decisions. I won an appeal and we got a new head of the patent office during this and I, a new judge on my case. And after four and a half years, we were spending all this crazy money on, on legal fees. And then I had this, this publicity and what I, what I found and I, and I hate it. It makes me, it's, it, it saddens me that this is the case. We actually were able to have deeper pockets and more political influence than the other guys. And they finally looked at it and they're like, wow, this guy's not going away. We're losing all this money. And they, they gave up. And so we, we settled the case after four and a half years and they had to pay back most of, most of what they stole. Good. Um, so yeah, it had a good ending for me, but, but for, you know, I've met hundreds of other inventors and entrepreneurs now. And, you know, when they're up against one of these trillion dollar companies, sure. I'm only up against a billion dollar company. So have, have the intrusions on your invention, bunch of balloons. I know you said it kind of, they tried over and over again. Has it finally ceased? Are you finally at the place now where you, you can let this product do its, do its own thing and not have to worry about people kind of trenching in on your invention space? Yeah, you know that no one's messed with us since this case because we, we basically took the biggest bully in the in, in the industry and and after after they you know 
after the, after what they went through, no one else is is, uh, is is tangled with us again. So yeah. very very grateful we came out the other side of it. And good um, Noah here on yeah. across the county. We're talking with Josh Malone. He's an inventor. You might have heard of his invention. I'm sure you have, or you've at least played with it. And I'm talking about bunch of balloons. We'll have him talk about how you can uh, find out more about the product here in just a bit. But as we're wrapping up this interview with you, Josh, the balloon guy Malone, uh, what's the best strategy? Now you've been through this for the small guy inventor. What strategy could he or she use when faced with patent infringement by big companies? What's the best advice you could give? Well, you just plan on being copied. Like, you know, that that's just normal competition. And so usually we, we just have to reorient ourselves. And so in the past we would plan on, if we have an invention, we get a patent, we can rely on it. Well, now you can't. And so that just means you have to compete on price. You have to get in and out quickly. Um, do serial inventions, serial entrepreneurs, um, better product, better quality, just all the standard things that a successful business does. Um, and innovation is just kind of another piece of it, but you just can't really rely on on that aspect of it. So we're, we're creative, we're scrappy. Um, be informed, uh, go to usinventor.org and learn more about it and um, help us change it. So we're really working to change the laws and make them fair for the little guy again and restore our, our, our great patent system that we once had. So that's the, that's the other thing. We really need to level the playing field. It's one of the best things about America, just the genius of the individual and us all having our own ideas and having those ideas benefit so many other people in the nation. And you're just a classic case in point that what makes America great, just one of those just awesome, creative people. So tell us, because now you're part of this organization, you're a spokesman for U.S. Inventor. How can myself and others learn more about inventor rights and the movement that pretty much has started because of cases just like yours. Yeah, we, we're, uh, I'm a volunteer now. Um, I'm the policy director and I even moved my family to Washington DC to get closer to Congress to work on this. Uh, the group is called us inventor and our website is usinventor.org. Um, you know, you, if you're an inventor, you want to be an inventor, you like inventions. Um, this is a very, you know, patriotic, um, you know, pro, pro, pro America, pro small business, you know, everyone's on our side. We just need to, we just need to unify and uh, have a voice. And so this is really new for us. We, we always took patents for granted and we were busy in our garages and our labs and running our businesses and, like so many other things, uh, it's become political. And so we are giving the individuals, the entrepreneurs, the inventors a voice. Um, and so sign up. There's a, there's just a, there's a sign up. You can learn more and join, uh, usinventor.org. That's great. Yeah, there's so many things about usinventor.org that I like. It's a nonprofit, just what you guys stand for. I think it's a very patriotic type of organization. We're glad that you're a part of it. And we're actually going to be talking with somebody else, I believe, from your organization next week as well and follow this up. As we close out here, Josh, if people want to find out more about this amazing invention, which I have played with, and it is tremendous, so I can speak firsthand, a bunch of balloons, where can people go to find out about it? A uh, bunch of balloons. Go, I mean, it, it'll be on the shelves in a couple months in spring uh, at your local retailer. I think we're on Amazon uh, as well. And uh, yeah, just 
Google search bunch of balloons and uh, you can re- you can pretty much rely on you buying the original now. We've kind of cleared the market of all the, the counterfeits. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking some time sharing with us your story about what happened. I think it really, in the end, puts a perspective out there that just because you have an idea and you're like, hey, I have an idea, I'm going to patent it, it's going to be great, doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be smooth sailing. There's unfortunately now with everything that's political in today's day and age, it's a lot more bumpy. And so I think this lends some healthy perspective, but there is a way through, especially when people can partner with an organization like U.S. Inventor. Exactly. Well, Josh, thank you so much for taking some time. Any closing thoughts? No, I, I appreciate it. We're, we're, uh, we're building, we're here and uh, thanks for helping us get the word out and, uh, I look forward to hearing from from folks in uh, San Diego and wherever you guys broadcast. Yeah, we are in San Diego, and I have to tell you, we're going to get as many people to this nonprofit, U.S. Inventor, usinventor.org. We love focusing on this show with those nonprofits, so it's an honor and a privilege. And maybe in a couple of months, we'll have you back on, see how things are going for you. Sure, Noah here on Across the County and go to usinventor.org, especially if you have a creative idea, you want to get that thing patented, make sure it's protected and make sure that you're going to get through all these road bumps. They are out there. And while you're at it, go check out Bunch of Balloons. Noah here on Across the County. Stay tuned. More coming up.